Welcome to the show, it might be in bad taste Starts off with the name, it's called Fix Your Fucking Face Like it or not, it really doesn't matter It's just Mark and Sean talking about shit like who'd you rather So sit back, relax, enjoy the listen Hopefully we'll make you laugh till you stop pissing And here we go Welcome back everybody to your favorite podcast Fix Your Fucking Face Hey everyone, how are you? That's how I usually like to start this episode. You got a little, I didn't hear the, there it is. I didn't hear the full crack there. I mean, I see your crack, but I didn't hear the full crack, so that's good. Um, little beer action, Sean? Whoa, what do you got there? I mean, we're not doing beer today right now, but I just want to know. I'm saving this Oh. for another episode, but it is going to be a good one. Well, you're not going to tell me? Oh, secret surprise for next time. Leave you all hanging. Ooh, well. I love it. It's lovely. Shut up. It looks pretty cute. Look at that perfect pour. You're the only person that's ever called a beer cute. Not anymore. I mean, beers are pretty cute. They have so many fruits in them. It's delicious. Maybe sexy, not cute. Well, I mean, I like sexy. Oh, look at too, that beer. But... Isn't it cute? Yeah, it's cute. Just Aww. give me a little sip of that. A little sip of roo. Sip of roo. Well, you know, we're not talking about beer today. I mean, we will, but um, we are talking fantasy football today. And I say that as a question because it's like, what, June 3rd? So why are we talking fantasy football? Seriously, it's only June. What the fuck? Yeah, what's the point? What do you think? Why are we doing this? Well, the main reason is because we are a couple of assholes who joined the most intense fantasy football. I didn't even know this kind of shit existed until you dragged me into this. But... You know, most people start their fantasy leagues in August. They start saying, hey, let's lock in a date. Labor Season's Day weekend. coming up. Everyone's got a fresh start. Get to, you know, have a random draft pick, see who gets first pick, all that fun stuff. Snake it up. Snake draft, you know. We do. But for some reason, we decided to join a crazy-ass fucking dynasty fantasy league. And boy, did I, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I, I mean, I, we've been wanting to do one of these for a while and it just didn't mesh right with where we were at. But part of that, I think is because we're so new to this shit and we were both like, this is year three for us coming up and it's madness. And I, we, we've waited so we can actually discuss what dynasty football actually means. We're not going to talk about players and shit today. Cause that's not the point. The point is, is that. You have to literally be fucking crazy to do these kind of leagues. Like you got to be crazy and you got to be on it 24 seven, 365 or else you will be fucked. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you have to be on top of your shit. And so basically with a dynasty league, it's a league where you are retaining players year after year. Essentially, I mean, and this is how a lot of the guys in the league like to talk about it. You're acting as your own personal GM of a football team. You have a salary cap. You have to assign how much money you want to pay players and how many years you want to keep them. And after the first year, when you do the initial draft, from then on, you're drafting rookies after the rookie draft. And then you're doing a free agency bids, after, you know, based on whose contract has run out. 
all that shit. So it's like literally it's starting from the day the season ends to throughout the summer, spring, all the way to the football season starts. And it takes up a lot of time. I mean, it's, it's a lot of fucking work, but it's actually yeah. pretty fun. And the thing that I really love about it and the thing that I know we're going to talk about later in our interview with one of our good friends, Jim, who's in our, in our crazy league. But um, I know I mentioned this, but simple things like the draft, you may not pay attention to pay attention to it makes it more interesting. And just even some of the off season trades that happen in the league and off season free agency acquisitions that happen, all that kind of shit makes a huge difference in what you're doing in these dynasty leagues, as opposed to, you know, when you're doing just a regular snake draft every year and, you know, you already kind of know how the, the, the season's being set right before a lot of these drafts happen right before week one starts, you know, where everyone's landed, you know, where it all, all plays out with this one. I mean, everyone's making trades constantly. You're trading draft picks. That's another All huge part of it. I mean, the draft mm-hmm. picks part is like where you really need to learn how how to manage a fucking team because like Mark, he's sitting there bragging right now, pointing I his thumb at himself. I could be a GM. I've seen, I mean, the Houston Texans GM, I could be that guy. I mean, he's basically, they just screwed the whole franchise. For but you can't say you so. can be a GM when you haven't done shit in the league I could. yet. I'm let's the, let's no, see like we'll, I know what to do. Let's see. We'll see what happens in the next few years because right now you haven't done shit. If anything, you I were will. like one of the worst teams last year. That so, wasn't my fault. I got injuries left and right. Okay, that happens to everybody. Okay, you know that. As an Eagles fan and as a 49ers fan, we both had to go through that shit. And you know it. That's how it goes. It happens, but you know what? You should have been able to adapt well enough to be able to still well, compete. When guys won't trade me things, that's how it goes. But I'm going to agree with Sean. It's, um, you know, I think like regular fantasy football and you're like, well, just look up. I mean, you know, some of the people in the league that I run that you're in, it's a yearly thing. And they just like look up, oh, who's the best player available? Like, that's what you can do. You can't do that in a dynasty league. You have to literally know. And, you know, I'm going to bring back an episode where you made fun of me for the NFL draft. You losers doing the NFL draft. I don't get it. How do you watch them all day? See, you have to watch it now. You don't have a choice. You have to know who's good and who's not. It's part of it. Sure. So, well, that's, you just proved my point. That's the main reason why I'm excited about the draft now is because of this league. Yep. You were excited about it because you were just a loser sitting there watching all the offensive linemen that were going in the first 10 draft, like first 10 picks where they go. You got to be a straight smart ass and all that stuff. The thing that this year was probably the most exciting draft in whoever, who knows how many years, because there were so many position players that you like, I mean, how many quarterbacks went? There was five in the top five, 15, 15, right? Yeah. I mean, yep. there was For our three. league, too, that's really important. I mean, so in the top 10 picks, like the amount of position players that went out there, I mean, that have critical factor to fantasy football, it was crazy. I mean, if you go back a year or two, that's, it's a different story. You have off- all these offensive linemen and some right. of the defensive players, which, yeah, like at the end of the day, when you're – hardcore and following this shit a lot of that makes a difference but for some of the fans like me who are just really kind of focused on fantasy football and you know maybe not as you know 
don't know the rosters in and out like you do. I know everybody. That kind of shit is like, all right, there's there was just four offensive linemen that way. I'm gonna fucking why am I wasting my Thursday night sitting here? You, I'll tell you, watching them right take the I'll tell you whole what school clock they went up. to and what professional team they made. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I'll find it. And um, then the shit, like, I mean, even this year it drove me nuts when it took them the full time to draft Trevor Lawrence. It's like, oh, well, you know, you're taking the fucking, they're told, you know, to you're that. taking him. Just goddamn do it. They're told. I know. To do yeah, that. I get it. It's the NFL, they're the way it is. utilizing the fact that they want to take up all the time to keep people engaged and yeah. get the advertising, all that kind of stuff. It's still yeah. annoying as fuck, you know? Right. Well, so, you know, we, we it's it's funny because I asked Sean to be in this league a couple of years ago. A friend of ours, Ru- Russell, Doctor Russell Fox, who's the commissioner, who we like to roast a lot because I don't know. I would say he's doctor. He's not even is he Roger Goodell? I don't. He's not that good, and Roger Goodell's not even that good. Where we he'd be ranked like Paul Tagliabue was good. We're gonna go like some guy that got like inter in like interim interim GM or interim uh whatever you call it commissioner yeah roasting him just, right now someone who just stepped in and said I'll do whatever hey the guys I'm gonna want. create a poll so you guys can vote on it shut up Russ idiot so I mean you know we love him but uh he just put this league together and it's it's been fun and we really enjoy like being in it but it is seriously a lot of work and you know what super nerdy i mean this is like the all-time nerds right now is when you're in these kind of things it's fun but you got to be like straight like melissa's like are you on that group me chat again is that who are you talking to and i'm like that's like a hundred thousand messages on that effing thing all the time yeah which is fun but at the same time it's like okay especially with you guys being a majority of the people are you know, in a different time zone, and I'm trying right. to go to bed, and my fucking phone is blowing up. Whenever well, at least you're not kind from of... Australia, like Big Nate, Big yeah, dog. yeah. This is how this is how crazy this thing is. We have a guy from Australia in the league. Yeah, shout out to Nate Dog. Yeah, um, dog. but yeah, no, it's 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 fun. It is. It's I like the fact that it kind of keeps you more involved throughout the off season. Um, it can be a bit much. And I think that's it where it makes some controversy in the league. Right. You know, yeah, I mean, a lot of us are trying to enjoy our spring, summer off season. Every, you know, we don't want to have to maybe pay attention as much or deal with, you know, all right, who's got to draft rookies. Who's got to deal with restricted free agents. Who's got to deal with all that kind of shit, which but I mean, we you, won't go into depth here, but I mean, I know, like the refresh, the restricted free agent process, the whole free agency process. It, it's not it's an cheap, ordeal, right? It's not cheap. So like it could be more expensive, but it's not cheap. So like if you're going to be in something like this, as some of our compatriots and uh, people in our league will say, then you need to be in it 24 seven. And I get it. I get it. And I don't, I mean, I know that people are like, fuck that. And I, I get that, but you still should be available for some certain things you see when the timelines are, but it is, it's a lot of work and it really is to make, to make it the way you want it to be. Like you want to have the best team. Of course, that's like the goal, but it's a lot of like, there's some conniving moves that go on and some backdoor deals. And I'm always like, fuck these guys, but that's hey, whatever, man, I get it. That's how you have to be ruthless. And that's kind of how it is. Yeah, there's a weird balance because you want to be putting the time into it, but at the same time, and this is an ongoing joke with the league, and I'm a big culprit of it because during the summer, I'm on the golf course a lot during the weekends, and I'm 
going out with friends and I'm doing all kinds. I mean, last year was an anomaly because we were all fucking stuck at right. home. So this was the perfect COVID activity for sure to have last year. Like 2020 was like the perfect year for anyone in the dynasty league. Literally no you shit. had no excuse and you, you, you know, you could spend as much time researching and doing all kinds of bullshit. But when it comes down to it, I like to enjoy my summer. I don't necessarily want to be tied to this shit during the week. I work from home. So fuck, if I got to pop on my phone to answer some of these messages or jump into like put a bit on someone, that's not a problem. My thing is the weekend. I think we should actually this breaking news <laughs> live on on the podcast i think we need to put in a new, new rule russ that there's no activity on weekends Oof. the weekends are shut off because that's where i i'm like you know what there's a good chance you're gonna catch me and it happened this year where i'm like you know i'm fucking golfing i'm visiting friends i'm doing shit and i'm gonna end up just saying fuck it and making poor decisions because I don't have the time to look at it. Well, so, you know, you're kind of in the middle. Cause I would say I'm more on the side of, I pay attention to it a lot. One of maybe four out of the 10 of us that do. And I'd say you're right in the center. Then we got some guys that never fucking look ever. And they're like, Oh, fuck you. Blah, blah, blah. It's a real big mix. It's not like we have 10 dudes that pay attention to it 24 seven. It's also not like we have 10 dudes that are like never paying attention to it. So, but you'll never of- get that either. It no, you won't matter. Well, and that kind of that kind of leads. It's impossible me... to get a league probably where there's, <laughs> yeah, ten no. legitimate dudes. No, and it takes a lot of work. But you know, it leads it leads me to you know our guest interview today, and why he of all people in our league is the epitome. And I love you, Jim, but the middle aged man who is always on his phone and always available for fantasy football all the time. Sean agree or disagree? I love Jim, dude. And I'm so happy that we got him to do this interview. Just I wish you could see him. I think it was great in a lot of aspects. One, two, for the fellow, you know, guys in the league who are going to listen to this and just get roasted by him and all that great stuff. But also as a guy who has been doing fantasy football since the stone age and has been keeping score, like etching it in stone back when it first started and nobody. So it was good perspective to like talk to someone who's been doing (laughs) fantasy football before the days of like having it all automated online. It was pretty cool to just have that kind of conversation with him. But I knew what we were getting into as soon as we got on zoom and saw like, you know, all the Seahawks gear behind them and like, Obviously, Jim is a hardcore, dedicated, like, you know, sports fan for one. Um, but yeah, he 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 wants to keep it going. He wants like everyone to be on top of it and to be oh, ready yeah. to roll. And I mean, you know, and re- the reality reality of it is, uh, you're not going to get ten guys that are like that in a league. While we were sitting here, I have three different messages from Jim. If that's any consolation to what we're doing right now in this conversation, <laughs> I have three gym messages. Okay. Three gym messages. That. And one of them was about the podcast. It's just funny, but yeah. that's, that guy's like, 
but that Either that is part of the fun like, of it though is that he does keep everyone engaged and right. keep it going and like keep the banter that's part of why you yes. do fantasy football is for the banter with yes. people and huge talking and shit like and doing all that kind of stuff and he does a great job of like keeping everyone going with that and actually yeah. like keeping me engaged and wanting to like for get sure. on the message board and fuck with everyone yeah, so we had we had no there was not even a question that we were gonna choose because the whole league was like, when's a new podcast? Blah 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 blah. And I was like, not a question. Jim is the guy we're gonna interview because I can't wait to see him. And he was exactly what I thought he would be. Seahawks gear. He had like green jello shots and fireball shots. I'm like, this fucking guy, middle-aged dude, love him to death though. And I'm I'm excited. Someday, someday we're gonna hang out with him for sure. But um, so I mean, honestly, I hope everybody loves the interview. It's great he gets in there and Jim's like the man and I'm excited to actually meet this dude someday. Yeah. So no, we, we wanted to bring Jim in just to one because he's probably the most fun guy in our fantasy league. And we wanted to make a fantasy episode talking about just this ridiculous dynasty fantasy league. And honestly, at the end of the day, this is almost a pitch for people to actually go and, maybe look into doing a a dynasty fantasy league. Like if you like fantasy football and you know, if you're someone who actually pays attention to what's happening in the off season with free agency, all that kind of stuff, or pays even a remote attention to the, to the rookie drafts, like anyone would actually really appreciate this and have a lot of fun with it. Um, But yeah, it was like awesome. Like Jim was the obvious choice to try to be bring on and, talk to us about how he got into to just overall fantasy sports and um you know basically kind of the the og of it all at the end of the day agreed agreed so i mean without further ado right enjoy jim's interview oh my goodness jim day on the show i mean this is like celebrity guest for me even though you're wearing seahawks gear it makes me want to punch you in the face jim but i love you still <laughs> um we are you know talking fantasy and, you know, I can't wait to hear what Jim's got to say because he's ready to rock and roll, I think. So, you know, Jim, first and foremost, who are you? What do you do for a living? And, you know, just one little fun fact about you. How about that? That's what I do with my students in school. Isn't that stupid? There you go. Well, I'm, all, I'm also a teacher. I've been teaching since about 2000. Uh, I teach middle school, uh, language arts history. Uh, coach, I've coached. Soccer, basketball, volleyball, softball, pretty much every, everything I've nice. over the last 20 years. And that's probably the coolest part of it. Um, and I've coached, I've coached high, high school softball. You know, I ran my own program in a high school here locally in Spokane. And uh, that didn't turn out well because me and the AD didn't see really eye to eye. So that's I was, normal. I was into winning and she was into losing or whatever. But. <laughs> <laughs> is that like wait, wait wait i have a question though yeah because that's not like your fantasy football team so i mean you're not into winning usually you lose so that's kind of oh uh, it's so already beginning it. the <laughs> shit talking <laughs> starts that didn't take long i'm just did that for steve we'll talk about steve <laughs> that's a jared thing i'll bring that up later there's a <laughs> freaking jared um all right. Well, cool. Like, I mean, you talked to us a little bit. We had previously, oh, yeah. but okay. So I kind of, so sorry, I kind of slipped there. And uh, so I grew up in California. Yeah. Uh, after, you know, I grew up, I went in the army at 17. I came out, I 
Uh, went to Chico State, the number one party school in the nation, uh, Northern California. I came to Gonzaga, went to law school, got half a law degree. Then I ended up getting a teaching degree, going back to California teaching, and then coming back to Spokane and teaching, and met my wife, got married, has a, have a baby girl, and nice. that's the quick version. So. Good awesome. So, I mean, like, it's cool because you're from Northern California, but you don't like the 49ers, which I can't make fun of you because I'm from upstate New York, and I don't like any New York team, so or, or good for you. But I yeah. like the A's, but that's it. Well, so you went to you, so I was gonna ask this question: Are you a huge Gonzaga Bulldog fan? Yeah, I am. I oh. am. Even though that, even though I didn't finish law school there, but I Still. am a big GU fan. Yeah. Did you shed a tear this year? Or Tough what? year. Yeah, I, I I shed a tear because I didn't bet enough money on the <laughs> other side of the finals game. Yeah. They were getting like four and a half, and they were like two and a half. I could have been excited either way. So, and I, so and I picked Baylor in my you know my local bracket thing nice. there you go yeah i didn't I'm, I'm a huge jayhawks fan again out of the out of the blue but i just i couldn't i can't pick like paul a pierce, team from the right? big 12 paul huh? paul oh huge paul pierce fan like huge huge i have his kansas jersey it's my favorite one of my favorite jerseys i have so um yeah so like here's my other question for you like sounds like you like to get into this stuff like gamble a little bit a little fantasy so like what how long have like you been playing fantasy like every sport like how long have you been playing for so my first fantasy league was in like 1987 or 88. We were fantasy. three years old. Are they tra- tracking everything on paper? <laughs> yes. Fantasy baseball. I was in the army. Uh, and I remember I had like Doug Drayback and who else did I have? Uh, I remember those pitcher kids he threw no hitter, I think. Uh, but yeah, with in the army with some buddies, and uh, yeah, we cut it out of the paper and track it all every week for baseball, and you know that's where I first started. Uh, and then in college, I was too busy just drinking all the time to play. In law school, <laughs> we started playing a little bit of fantasy football, uh, and then when I started teaching, like '99, I got in this league I'm still in with a buddy from uh, from college and his brother and kind of his family. Uh, and I'm still in that league 20 years or whatever later. That's awesome. uh, and that's a regular redraft league. We finally went to auction. I'm, I've been trying to get him to make it PPR for like 15 years. And <laughs> uh, but it's, it's cool. And I mean, that, that and this are the only, actually the only leagues I'm in right now. Oh, really? Their dynasty league. And I dropped out because they had three commissioners in three league in three years. And I was just like, I had rust in that league too, but it's like, it's just too sketchy. Yeah. Um, and I just, over the last few years, I've just kind of dropped out of my, I was up to like eight or nine leagues and my wife was just like tired yeah. of it, but that's a I, lot. I mean, I'm in what three, and I yeah, even that is too much. I feel. Yeah, like. I mean, I really want to get in kind of a high stakes league. I know Russ was talking about that. I'd be, you know, that'd be cool to get in like a two fifty, five hundred dollar league or something. Yeah. Uh, instead of just a bunch of hundred dollar leagues, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm such a cheapskate that like 
the 150 i was like okay that's as much as i can handle yeah. <laughs> and then i just it's like don't tell my wife don't tell my wife she doesn't care um but it's funny i would love to go back to paper and pencil for fantasy leagues it's so wild to think about like i didn't even it's think amazing it's, it's been going on for that long yeah. oh um, baseball for sure that was the yeah. first one that started everything so you you'd like track every single thing which is pretty cool actually well, that was they the did, first read fantasy story league that. That was the first yeah. fantasy league I ever joined. And this was probably, I don't know, back in 2000, but yeah. And I loved it. That's back when I loved baseball, but it's just like, it's such a long season that that was just way too much, way too, you know, took up way too much time to yeah. follow that and try and stay on top of it. It's hard to know, like the fourth starting pitcher of every team in the right. major. Yeah. That's how and even basketball, I just got, I loved doing fantasy basketball, but then I just got kind of sick of the NBA, so I quit doing that. Yep. So, I'm, oh, I'm surprised. Well, I'm surprised but... you're only you're only in a couple football leagues. I thought yeah, for I was sure you'd tell you us like eight. eight. Like yeah. I had it on. Oh, no, it's I, funny I, that Sean said eight. I thought I, for sure you'd have like eight, ten, twelve leagues, I, something crazy. I was. I was up to like seven, but I'm trying to build it up with dynasty, more just dynasty stuff. Yeah, but I want to get in good leagues. That's what I was saying. You know, if anyone's doing a redraft, not a redraft. Yeah. I'm in two, but, uh, you know, I want to get into some more dynasty ones with, you know, startup stuff, but I'm actually inter- like people, you know, like this yeah. is fun, even though I don't know people, but it's just a group. If it's a group of friends and just not random people. Yeah. I'm actually interested to hear, cause this is the first time I've ever done a dynasty league and, mm-hmm. um, Me too. I love it. I mean, it's definitely way more intense and a lot, a lot more work than I was anticipating, but so what what's drawn you to dynasty more like how long have you been doing dynasty leagues what drew you that just like three years i think i've three or four years but i just i've i follow football all year long you know probably like you guys you know from the draft to the whatever so it's like i'm not like i know some of these people are like into debbie leagues where they're like drafting people in college and stuff i'm not like that big of a college football fan because my school didn't have college football. Right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I just, I don't know. I like following all year around and I like kind of, as you guys have probably noticed, you know, I get involved in it and I'm into it. And I'm just like dynasties that you're around, you know, kind of a year round sport. And, you know, obviously if I was in 12 leagues, it'd be harder for me to be that right. in a league. But, you know, if you're going to be in it, you know, be in it. Don't. Yeah. Yeah, sissy like Steve. Yeah, Stevie boy, first oh, roast. Boy. First oh, here we go. First it's beginning. Um, well, so you were gonna. I heard you say it, but like that. I said this earlier before we started the recording thing. But um, when Russ invited me, because I'm friends with Russ and I've got to know Russ over time, he's like, "Hey, you want to do a dynasty league?" And I'm like, you know, I've not like I said, the most money I run a fantasy league. It's just a yearly one. It's like fifty bucks. Sean's in it. It's pretty easy. You know, I don't do anything crazy. There's like, I got him a championship belt, like a belt that gets, that's who gets it. That's what they get. And when Russ asked me, I was like, I I love stuff like that. Like I like the math and I like that kind of thing for dynasty, but I was like, cool. So Sean's like, yeah, I'll do it. Never done one before. But then we went like six months into this league and he tells me he only really knows like four people. And I was like, what? So that's what I was going to ask you. Like, how did you get into this league? And like, how did you kind of stumble? Russ said he only knows four people. He only knew like personally, like four or five people. See, I thought Russ. Said. See, I that's news to me too. I thought like Russ that he's actually everybody. been close with because there's been. I think it was four or five because he said like there were people that like he knew through other fantasy leagues, but he didn't really right. know. Well, I think know he, I think he works with 
Brandon. Tim? He did work with Brandon. Does he work with Tim? No, that's Jared's friend. That's what I mean. This is crazy. It's like a one big circle mess. Well, Steve's his brother-in-law. So that doesn't really count because... I would not want my brother-in-law in this league, believe me. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to say you didn't want your brother-in-law to be Steve, because I believe that no, one, too. I'd rather have my brother-in-law be Steve, I think. But oh. Wait, is that, a, is that a plus for Steve? Hopefully that is. A oh, plus. wow, good for you, Steve. Check check one for Steve. Uh, so, I think Russ – I thought Russ was like a principal to everybody, and that's why everyone just kowtowed to his draft. Like, okay, Russ, you can have my best player. Yeah. Did you not know that he didn't know everybody? No, I, I thought he. I thought a couple of people taught with him. No, yes. so honestly, this is what. So I don't think any. I think Russ might be behind most of these people. I don't think pe- most of these guys aren't real. I think they're fake. That's what I told Russ. He's getting cheat deals. Isn't it funny that like so you you join not knowing anyone? What if it was just some random guy he he made up all nine other mm-hmm. teams by himself and yeah. you just keep pumping 150 into it yeah just every like, year right, that's I'll, what I I'll fake this draft just to get this guy's 150 right it's, <laughs> i mean it's it'd be a lot of work for 150 no, I, I spend a lot more than that playing poker every month but i'm in a poker league but at least i know all those guys so. yeah, yeah. No, it's crazy because when Russ finally told me, I was just like, so he he knew people through fantasy only, and like he, another guy was a friend of a, like Jared, and then it was crazy. So I was like, really? I think I put I think I found the thing through they posted on like a on the Dynasty Nerds. Yep, that's what he said. So he found a few of you that way. So I yeah. I'm honest to God, I I thought like Russ knew everybody. He's like, not really. I just kind of found a few people, and I was like, what? So I think that's what for me. I think that's awesome. Like I thought it was hysterical. I told Sean that and Sean was like, really? And so we were talking about it one day and I was like, I think it's genius. I, I just never, I got into something like that before. And there's yeah. only 10 of us. It's not like it's a 15 or whatever, right. 14 no, team it's, league. It's so it's fun. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. Sure. Well, I, I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I think I, I never really. So looking at Mark, just to give you a little insight to him. He's crazy obsessed. I mean, start naming players and he'll tell you where they went to college. And yeah, I just don't do that. I play this I'm, game I'm with him it. sometimes. And I'm just like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, what is wrong with your brain? So he is just, he is way more intense and obsessed with sports than what I tend to be For sure. at certain times. Um, For sure. Go back and listen to our episode about fandom, but oh. That's so, you better listen to that. That's a good one. Everybody out there when they listen, hopefully that's one of the better episodes we have. Sean's right. Like I have like a problem and it, like, I'm sure most people in our league do. I think like, I imagine you're, you, you look like a very serious Seahawks fan. So I'd imagine you're pretty serious about it. Like for me, it's like live or die 49ers. Like when they're on, I watch three and a half hours. My kid's a 49ers fan now it hates my wife hates it. Cause she's a huge Packers fan. So like, I didn't breed him to be that way. I didn't tell him he had to do it. He got to choose. And I think the Niners were kind of kicking the Packers. I asked for a couple years in a row, so that was pretty easy for him to switch over to me. But, um, yeah, no, this has been a lot of fun. I mean, I love love the Dynasty League. I love it. And, and as Sean said, like, there's only, like, I always say this, but there's, like, four or five of us max that, like, do trades and, like, make things really happen. Sean's always kind of, like, in the background, like, I'll take a trade here, I'll take a trade there. Right. But I'm always laughing because Jared is, like, on everything – and it props to him for winning two years in a row. I can't fucking believe it. But yeah. um, it's it, the funny thing about him. So he's another one, right? Never met him in my life. And I was telling Sean, like, we became like literal, like, I've never met him still. Like, good friends, like, text message all the time. Talk about beer. Talk about this. The guy's 24 years old. 
Jared's wow. 24. Yeah, so I was like, I can't believe he's 24. He's moving to Colorado Springs. Cheers to that guy. We're going to have beers sooner or later because he got the teaching job down there. But it's just funny. Came from Minnesota. And um, I kind of like that camaraderie, like that we can have those conversations. There are leagues out there where they'll have 32 teams. And like they'll have defensive players that you have to play. I mean, it's crazy how hardcore some of the leagues are out there. I wouldn't, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't have the time to do that. Oh, God, this no. is a lot already for me. And I love it though. Like, don't get me wrong. Like someday, maybe I do another dynasty, but um, I like the fantasy part. Anyways, I always say, obviously I root for my 49ers over fantasy regardless, but it's like, just, it's a lot of fun. Mark, what percentage of the players in the league do you think, you know, what do you mean? Like, give me, what do you mean? Like, just, do I know who they are? Yes. Or could I tell you what college they went like, to? Like, If you know, just who they are, like, like on making any, the final roster on the final roster, How offense, defense, that, 50%, 40 um, more than that. I bet, I bet like, I bet like 60, probably maybe 60% more. If of the you whole ask league. Me, if you ask me a dude, I, I mean, you know, I guess, no, maybe not. So 50%. I mean, that's a lot. I feel that's like. a lot. Maybe 50%. I mean, I just, Even my that's brain works lot. stupidly though. Like, you know that, like, like I, I would remember, I think I probably know maybe 15%, 20%. I mean, when you maybe, think about you, all the people on the roster, I guess it's crazy. Guess. You got to give me 50, you have 53 man rosters. So if you say 50%, I could, what about I can in the name, Niners, I could probably name their starters plus backups almost close. All of them. Yeah. You don't want me to do that right now. Do you? Cause that's Jim, a lot. what about you at the Seahawks? Well, I mean, they have two undrafted wide receivers that I think should have been drafted way before even their second round draft. I mean, I like Terry and the kid they have out of uh, the Florida State kid, right? Yeah, Terry and Terry, and and the kid they have out of uh, North Dakota State. I think they're wide. Receivers. They get Kate Johnson too. Yeah, and they got Kate Johnson. There. See, Sean, this answers See, Sean? my question I knew right it. now. I what answered the fuck it right I... there. Both drafted free agents. I know. I wanted Kate Johnson. I'm not going to lie. Who should have been drafted. Yeah. They make the team. I'm not a fan of the guy they took in the second round. Eskridge? Yeah, not really. I'd rather have Terry. who was undrafted. But, I mean, I guess he fits a role. But Sure. I mean, I think both those guys can make the the roster. Yeah. I mean, it's – yeah, Sean, I did prove your point. He just named two dudes. I knew exactly what school, and I know what school they went to as well. So that's like, I, yeah, my, yeah. my brain's stupid though. We're undrafted. Yeah, undrafted dudes. Yeah, I mean, that's beautiful like, mind for useless, useless like, shit. My yeah. wife always says that too. She always says, like, could you that's actually put this some, yarn, some yarn behind you on the wall, like going between like players, like in that movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, it's right. Like, like, yeah, like out crime. connections. Yeah. 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 Like this guy was connected to this guy exactly. and his uncle was played in the NFL exactly. 20 years exactly. ago. Yeah. No, I got that. Um, <laughs> no, that's, I mean, I, I don't, I love football, college basketball and, and pro football are my top two favorite things that I love to watch. Cause I'm a huge, huge, I mean, it's one, a one B it's like the Niners and the Jayhawks. It's religious. Like I love all sports, but that's kind of how it goes. Fantasy just makes it more fun. All right, I got another question for you, Jim. How about this? Cause I like, this, this is a fun one. What's like the funniest? It could be inappropriate too. Funniest team name you've ever had or saw in a league for uh, fantasy. I, that's a great question. I know it is. That's why I'm uh, an awesome podcast host. I, I hope you haven't. <laughs> I hope you haven't already seen this one. But uh, it, was, it was an NBA. It was an NBA team name. You remember Chris Kamen, mm-hmm. LA Clippers center? Yep. So the team name was 
came in your face. Nice. That's I that. that's amazing. Plus, that plus, I hope they had his picture because he looked like a Neanderthal. Like that's yeah. what he looked like. Wait, long that, I mean, hair. That I, I just had I just had that in my head right there. That was, that was that's, amazing. That's pretty he good. Got I like it. I like it. Sean, if you had Sean, he'd be like, "Oh no, uh, uh, Eagles uh, lose." Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, what's be, yours? Uh, I have too many inappropriate oh, I ones. Have too many. Well, that's, that was, that that's was you said it could like, be inappropriate. All right, add, here's one. Do you remember Corey Lytle, the baseball pitcher? Nobody. Who is it? Red? Corey Lytle. I already he, like, told you I gave plane. up on baseball he his plane a decade and he, ago. Like, he crashed his plane. And my my team name was Cole. Oh. It was boom. And oh, it was really bad. Gee. Or okay. Junior Seau, yeah. the you know, that was really bad too. Um make you say ow and then you like you know i don't want to i always did really inappropriate things all the time okay like yeah so you just go with more it's not so much inappropriate morbid and complete (laughs) fucked up i mean jim i'm a real piece of shit i mean if anybody that listens to our all my friends our friends that listen to so the only and my mother listens to this by the way because i really don't care and she thinks it's hysterical yeah, Mark's like, oh, you know the guy whose grandma died? I uh, did uh, <laughs> I grandma's did. dad and 101. Um, yeah. Yeah, why not? What's wrong with that? I had like Ray Rice's elevator rides for one year. That was a good team name because he punched his girlfriend out. That was really inappropriate. Too. I cut that out of the <laughs> so I, can I ask the questions for the host? Questions? Of course you can. Let's hear it. I'm scared. Uh, tattoos. Tattoos. Do we have tattoos? Do you guys have tattoos? People yeah, it's funny. Like... Mark and I actually have the same tattoo. Did you know this already? He knew no, it. It's your... No, we it's your set show. Up. People want to know about the host. Wait, you seriously? Oh. You don't know this? That's even funny. No, I, I think know. you found this somewhere. You researched, Sean, and I didn't. You know we have the same tattoo. <laughs> no, yes. I don't know that. We got, we got the same tattoo on our arms at Mark's bachelor party. In Vegas. In Vegas. What year was that? Uh, 2013 i think or 12 13 yep. drunk at 2 a.m um, drunken tattoos hammered. the area code of where we're from on yes. the inside of our arm. uh i'm not super proud of it but i'm okay with it because there's four of us that have it so four of us have the it 607 been tattoo. way worse way uh, they worse. wanted to at one point they wanted to put like the raisin brand sun with two scoops of raisins on my arm and i was like yeah let's do it and no, you talked was... about doing that by yourself on your ass at one point yeah. I, might do, I, I might still do it on my ass we should have more fantasy football loser punishment i mean yeah. i came in last place give it me a punishment nothing that nobody will do it it's like first kiss. the first time first we kiss? kiss like we first made out with each other kissed, that's happened many no, times high school Oh, we were drunk yeah i was Mark pretty was he was like pretty sexy had a nice haircut <laughs> <laughs> that might have been that might have been after my last shot of fireball uh, oh, shit. All right, the, tattoo, the tattoo one was a winner I'm gonna that's a good one. one yeah i um, thought someone was telling you hey ask him about the tattoos yeah i feel like I, that's what i was like he definitely knows something because yeah, we, we have good. the same tattoo on our arms I had a great interview here with with Jimbo Day, like as I like to call him, man, myth, legend, love it. And we've got beer of the day. We told Jim to bring a beer, and he sure as hell did. But you know, we're gonna let Sean go first here. I want to hear what Sean's guy he just probably pulled something out of his asshole. All right, Sean, what do you got? It's what I do. I dig deep into the back of the fridge. Is that dare mighty things? I had that before, Sean. I knew. I see. So I specifically <laughs> went to the. <laughs> uh liquor store that has the craziest beers around here and i'm like i need to find something 
that will impress Mark. Yeah, it's Mark, not had it. Mark's the fucking beer connoisseur. He's had everything. He gets beer shipped from him from all around the country. Jim and I talked about it. And uh, so, yeah, this is from the Brewing Project. It's called Dare Mighty Things IPA. Um, and where, so these guys are in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're from where Melissa went to school, Eau Claire. She went to college in Eau Claire. That's why I like, I've had a few of them. They're delicious. Um, they have a nice little saying on here. Far better it is to dare mighty things, to win glorious triumphs, even through checkered by failure than to take rank with those poor spirits who neither enjoy much nor suffer much because they live in the gray twilight that knows neither victory nor defeat. You just oh, made captain, me fall asleep. My, oh, Captain, my captain. I, I know, just right? fell asleep. You, I, you, that <laughs> so was what you Melissa would that, do. And then you chug the beer. All right, so have you had it before? Because I want to know your thoughts right now, immediately. I haven't had it before, and I, I love it. It's really good. Good, good for you. Um, yeah, so I've had one of those. But what, wait, what was the uh, what was the hop in it? Uh, where is it? I am trying to Because they're different it. every time. It's not the same beer. Usually, Jim, oh, usually Citra, we don't Mosaic, do this. Sabro and El Dorado. Oh, I'm a big Sabro hop dude, man. Jim, we're very well, you big You know beer me guys. and Citra and Mosaic. I love it. No, you're a big man about it's that. Six, All right, well, 6. I like 4, it. Six. And that's the thing I like about it. It's not too heavy. It's like extra sure. super smooth. So, um, Did you check it in on Untapped so I knew what the thing was? I'm not, I haven't checked it in yet, but I'm going to give it probably a 4.25. Good for you. Awesome. So, but we'll let Jim go last. So, I had to search my fridge. I was trying to find a Washington beer just for Jim. Couldn't find one. But I'm going to give him a little California action here. It's a collaboration. So, And it's a based off. I gave it a little bit because of my team name in fantasy, which Russ hates because it's too long. My team name is Living in a Van Down by the River. And this is called Bruh Move Your Van. And it's a triple IPA. It's 11% alcohol. Let me tell you something. I, I couldn't tell you it's 11%. It is delicious. On Untapped, a 4.3. Wow. And it's Mountains Walking, which Sean's been to. Right? I love it. Yeah. I mean, that was my favorite brewery out in Montana. In Montana. And it's combined with Humble Sea in Santa Cruz, California. I'll tell you what. I'm glad I grabbed it because I was like, I got to find something in my fridge that at least makes sense. So for my fantasy 11. team, it's got it in there. I'm happy for it. 11% though, I'm going to be 11%? passing out. You're going to piss your bed tonight. I might. Mark's been I've done it before. Do I've done it a few times, Jim. We could have conversations all night about the times I peed all over my room, not the bathroom. Yeah, so it's Friday night. <laughs> it's Friday night. We... It's allowed. All right, what do you got, Jim? Well, I'm not a big IPA guy. I know. You know, it's called Chico State, which is Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, famous worldwide beer. That's yeah. kind of what we drank. Everyone drank in college, but I'm just not a big hoppy guy. Because I started drinking beer when I was in the army in Germany, so I've always been kind of a heavy guy. Um, That's a good so mix beer. for us because we don't actually Mark and I don't really gravitate towards those, so we, we yeah. no, more I like of a, them one to to bring that into our mix. I'm more I of like a weed. Uh, so earlier I told Mark I was drinking from Leavenworth beers, which is a little German town up in uh, northern uh, Washington. It's called Whistling Pig Hefeweizen, but the one I brought it's called a uh, Halo. And I'll talk about it. Halo Huckleberry Heffy. Huckleberry Heffy. And it's out nice. of Montana. It's a uh, Lewis and Clark Brewery. 
And the great part of the story is that the, the halo, which is the dog on here, is the mascot for uh, Carroll College. It's uh, like a Jesuit school, kind of like yep. Gonzaga. And Halo is the name of the mascot, which is the name of the dog for a Catholic school, which is on the beer. And uh, my my buddy I play poker with, his son was Halo last year. That's cool. At school. That's that's awesome. And that's it only cool. costs it only cost my buddy like forty grand to send him to dress up like a dog. But, yeah. uh, sure. That's cool. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Well, let me ask you anyhow, this. Is it delicious? And huckleberries, you know, huckleberries are great because they grow wild in Idaho. And yep. you, yeah. Yeah. You might get eaten by a bear when you go pick them. Uh, but it's a cool beer. And uh, also, my wife won't watch this. Uh, uh, every Friday after my daughter in first grade gets out of her little Catholic school in her uniforms, yeah, all the parents go to this little park, and there's some attractive soccer moms that go there. Used to go to <laughs> and uh, I brought one of them one of these beers today, and she was very happy. That's and awesome. Did you have to sneak like, it out you of your go and pocket? just like start boozing in the park with the I, other parents? Well, they, they booze. They they show up. They drag cooler. This That's Catholic awesome. Parents. Oh Every God, Friday awesome. we go to this park after school down from the Catholic school, and all these first grade parents bring just cocktails and booze and their dog it's awesome it's like oh my that's God, great i'm down with that and all this catholic thing yeah. so, uh, <laughs> she was excited because she went to school here too and uh she loved halo so if you get love a chance, it they're heffy guy it's it's very good and it tastes good awesome. yeah i love happy and huckleberry's yum well, let me ask you this because we do a ranking. Pancakes, but it's good. Well, yeah. that's true. Um, we do a ranking out of a five. What would you give it? You can go point two fives on the scale. Uh, for a half. Yeah, for that for that beer. That beer. For a halfy, I'd say uh, four two five. Okay, nice, Ooh, perfect. All right, all right. I mean, I'm I know Huckleberry is pretty delicious. I'm I'm down with that. I like fruit. I love fruit and beer. Sean's like Sean depends, but with like the Widmer Hefeweizen yes. is my favorite. Yeah, and it's like the only thing like when I was in California, my buddy that I lived with, he was crazy for Widmer. We'd go in a bar, they have it on tap. He would not order. He'd make the bartender go back in the walk-in and shake the keg before he'd pour it because you know it'd settle or whatever. Sure. So yeah, yeah. He was just a crazy guy, and they that's, would do it all the time. That's funny. Yeah. Whatever. That's awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, those are I, the, all three beers. All three beers, amazing. That's that's cool. I love your story too. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that was um, great. Well, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna end this interview with I. You have a little roast coming on or something for Steve. I know you do, so you better do it. The rivalry of Jim and Steve. Yeah, no uh, people that listen. I mean, you don't know this. I'll just tell you, know, it's bad. Steve, you want to give it some background? Go yeah, I, I mean. So people that people that listen again, we don't have a million listeners, right? But it's still fun in our fantasy league, this dynasty league. It's been nonstop since the first year between Jim and Steve because Steve didn't know how to pick. Like it took him a whole day to pick a rookie guy, and then that turned into just warfare. So I want to hear it because now it's a forever. I feel like it's a love hate. It might be hate hate, but I feel like there's some love in there somewhere. It's got to be. We're gonna kick it up a notch, and I'm gonna play the rap. Oh my god! Oh, I, not, I cannot wait. I oh, cannot shit. wait. Called uh, Mister Twenty Four Hours. <laughs> yes. That's, All right. Silence. Uh, silence on the radio. 
little Stevie H always wasting my time. So with nothing to do, I made up this rhyme. You love milking the clock, Mr. 24 Hours. Why are you so slow, you out picking flowers? Yeah, you know Stevie Wonder, but I wonder what you're doing. Taking all this time's got the whole league booing. Now I think you know you're dealing with a pro. Time for us to go toe-to-toe, see if you can handle my flow. Yeah, your name is Steve, always on the links. Can't make a draft pick, and I think that stinks. Your name is Steve, you love Mac Jones's belly. You want to lay him down on some PB and jelly. You can imagine you back in your prime, always sipping Corona with slices of lime. No, you can't make a pick. You can't even meme. What you really need is a quarterback on your team. Let's talk some Michael Thomas for 37 bucks. Now he's missing Drew Brees. Ouch, that really sucks. And Hollywood Brown, that guy's a clown. With Bateman in town, his points be going down. So bye-bye, Stevie. It's really been fun. But this rap is over. You can call me number one. Sayonara, Stevarita. Jim, Jim. Obviously, he's not Tupac or Biggie. Um, stick Jesus. to your day job, bro. Yeah, stick to your stick to your day job. Drinking with your Catholic friends down by the schoolyard. Um, Jimbo Day. If you knew him and Steve, you would know the love hate relationship they have. I feel like they're gonna just be best friends someday. It's a great but, fantasy rivalry. It's why a lot of yeah, people do this shit. Yeah, it's awesome. We appreciate Jim coming on today. Um, his stories are awesome. His beer choice was great. I hope you guys enjoyed that a lot. You know, we told him, like, you better not come at us with some Coors Light bullshit. And he didn't. So I'm proud of him. Thanks, Jim. He came on like a professional podcaster. It was He was even asking us questions. I loved he it. Did. it I mean, awesome. the questions, I mean, Sean and I have, have kissed many times. That was a great question. And our tattoo, and I still think <laughs> someone told him, but he said he swears not. So it's funny that we both have the same that tattoo. Was, that was really good. Us. Yeah, it was good. It was good. So, I mean, honestly, like as Sean said earlier, fantasy is crazy. And it's, like I said, June, right? And we're thinking about that now. But if you ever wanted to get into something a little crazier, Dynasty, awesome. You would love it. Yeah, if anyone ever approaches you to join a Dynasty League, I would seriously consider it because it is a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, but it's um, if you're a big football fan and you like just fantasy in general, you'll love it. You don't want to be a homer like Sean and pay a lot of money for Zach Gertz, fucking idiot. Mark, don't even get me started on all the bullshit you've done. My team's great. My team's great. I've been in last <laughs> place the last two years. One year, asshole. All right. Well, honestly, everybody, we're going to have another episode coming out next. we got a great idea for it. We hope you enjoyed this one a little crazier, a little different. Finally interviewing more people. Um, again, thanks, Jim. Love them. Excited about the league. Excited about this year. And on that note, as always, fix your fucking face. Later, everyone. Later. button.